Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars. And now your host, former editor-in-chief of Cosmo, Glamour, and Us Weekly, the president and editor-in-chief of HollywoodLife.com, Bonnie Fuller. Hey guys, um, we are so happy to be here with you this week. There's so much going on. It's a bit of a sober week though. We really had such a terrible... Um, I mean, such a terrible situation with Ariana Grande Monday night. Um, her concert was attacked by a suicide bomber. 22 people killed, innocent people, uh, children, teenagers, parents, like just the most innocent. And so um, we, we're not going to skip talking about crushes this week. I'm here with Katrina Mitsliotis, our, our fashion director. And oh, there she is. Bonnie, can't believe everything that's going on this week. So sad. So sad. But we want to talk about yes, it. We, we want to, and we'd like we wish we could like hear your thoughts about it too. Um, we're also here, of course, with Gino, our producer. Yeah, it's a tough week, but um, you know we're gonna soldier on, and I think get it a little bit into the weeds. I've been I've been really deep into the story this week, following oh, it yeah. very closely. Yeah, me too. Um, for our YouTube channel, so I think I do have some insight on it. But there are some other things we're gonna cover. Um, there are some photos splashed all over the the cover of HollywoodLife.com. Bonnie, are you into these photos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's goodness. right. So um, in a different part of Europe, Scott Disick is canoodling, more than canoodling, PDAing with Bella Thorne. He's 33. She's 19. Like uh, they were almost talking like half her his age. And then what I love, though, is that Courtney is there, too. Yeah. And uh, she's been on and off of yachts for the last week, um, wearing next to nothing. And <laughs> she's there with her new boy toy, Eunice Benjima. Yeah, Benjima. Right. We've got pictures right now of both couples on the site, and they're both PDA. It's like it's a it's like a competing PDA fest. They're an awkward encounter waiting to happen. Oh, totally. And totally. The, the other we big also... story that happened this week was Katy Perry finally talked about what started her feud with Taylor Swift. She went into pretty good detail about it with James Corden on the primetime special of Carpool Karaoke. And we have that for you. We'll play the audio. We'll discuss the feud of the century, the Hollywood feud of the century. And whether century. it's finally going to end. <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, it's probably not. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it is. But we want to discuss. We're going to give you all the details. Yeah. So since it is kind of a somber week, Bonnie, why don't you just kick us off and we'll get straight into the latest on Ariana. Yeah. First of all, I want to tell you, you guys that, you know, at Hollywood Life, we cover all pop culture, celebrity, entertainment news as well. We cover women's issues and political news. And, um, you know, we were working away on Monday and had... We were in New York City, so it was the end of the day. And then around 6.30, this 
awful news came out that there had been an explosion at Ariana Grande's concert in Manchester, England, in her in the twenty one thousand seat stadium that she was performing in. And of course, all the the only details we had was that there was an explosion, so nobody knew what it was. But we, you know, went in the whole Hollywood Life team went into major action covering this event every new piece of news and as it developed we were posting to the site to keep our readers informed because of course we're huge ariana grande fans all right and so, but before you go for it's ariana grande not ariana i know her fans her fans absolutely hate that <laughs> no. when people say it wrong and of course i say it wrong yes ariana ariana yes yes they're quite sticklers for it <laughs> well please don't be offended but we are very big fans as well of Ariana. And our first concern, of course, was that she was okay because we yeah. didn't know anything about this explosion and whether maybe it was some of the lights or the pyro, you know, something going on on stage that had happened or something had fallen. And so, you know, was Ariana okay? And then, I mean, we found out pretty quickly that she was okay. And however, that many of the fans who attended the concert were not and that... You know, at first it seemed like the explosion was in the stadium. It took yeah. some time before, before the news reports were correct and that it turned out that it was just kind of in the when you first came into the stadium before you would go through security. That's what, that's what they're calling the foyer. Yeah. Apparently the bomber couldn't get into the stadium, but as people were streaming yeah, out he at, didn't the have end, a ticket. at the end of the concert, that's when he, that's well, when he the, was still inside the actual stadium where like t-shirts are sold and concessions. Right. So, right. So it was before you would go in with your ticket. Yeah. And it's go, a foyer. Yeah, yeah. And think about people, you know, how many people leave concerts a little that's bit right. early before exactly. the end of the song. That's where you would get the most people at that time. Right. He's, he's a 22 year old, um, Manchester born kid named Salman Abedi, who is of Libyan descent, uh, uh, second generation, um, Englishman. Um, so he was born in the country, but he had recently returned from Libya where he was apparently radicalized. Well, apparently he had been going back and forth for the last couple of years. So this started his bent. Like their friends of his who knew him when he was a teenager said he was like a normal kid. He played soccer. He hung out. They could would not have imagined that this would have happened. But in the last couple of years, he's been going back and forth to Libya, Libya and appears, I guess he was radicalized already because why else would he go? So he well, went to uh, Libya to get more training. Yeah, authorities are saying that he has been connected to a mosque in the Manchester area that is suspected of fundraising for ISIS. Oh. And, um, you know, 22 people were killed, 60 people were taken to the hospital with serious injuries. And they say this was a fairly sophisticated explosive device. And it was also lined with shrapnel, screws, and pieces oh, of metal. It was a nail bomb, yeah. So it would, you know, so beyond the explosion, there would be like pieces. Like multiple terrible injuries. Pieces, yeah. pieces of metal that would fly over and hurt more people for maximum carnage. And some people have actually posted images of the wounds they've suffered from the nail bomb on on social media, but it's also at time of at least us taping this. There's still families that haven't found their children or their parents and vice versa. You know, the Yeah, no, you have not released all the names of the victims yet. Because and the, the, it's the, just the, chaos. Yeah. And the 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 people, the victims that we do know who died these are young, young people and parents and a little girl, Sophia, who's just eight years old and a fan, uh, Georgina, who's uh, 
18. And another fan, I think her name is Nell, and she was just 14 and she was there on crutches because I guess she'd hurt herself and she still wanted to go to the concert. And then there's a pair of parents that were there picking up their two kids and the two kids are okay and both parents were killed. I mean, it's just horrible. So ISIS has claimed responsibility for this terrorist attack and the British government has raised the security threat to the highest level because they are very concerned that another attack is imminent because apparently this attack was coordinated. There's a network. They've arrested four other people. No, I think in, it's up to five. Five okay, people. Five other yeah. people in connection, including the bomber's 23-year-old brother. He definitely didn't act alone as far as what we know now. And they've also arrested his father now too. Yeah, so this is definitely a terrorist network inside of inside of Manchester. And, you know, could be inside of England or in a broader way could have... Uh, as you said, connections to I- ISIS and Libya. And, um, you know, here's the thing is that what is so awful about this is that these people who support, is it is this ISIS? ISIS, ISIS, yeah. ISIS, of course I say it the wrong way. Okay, ISIS, that support them think that these people are heroes, that they are heroes for attack, for attacking anyone, period, like anyone. But particularly to go to a a place where you know you are going to kill children. You're going to kill children. You're going to kill teens, tweens, and their parents. Like that is who is at an Ariana Grande concert. And so it was very deliberate that they wanted to hurt little girls. The most innocent people. For people, There's nothing heroic about that. To me, these people are cowards. They are totally and utterly cowardly. For people who are maybe still confused about why this is happening, this is um, a sect of Islam, uh, sometimes called Wahhabi or or Salafi Islam. It's extremist. It's spread from um, originally Saudi Arabia and has sort of gone... But it's really an offshoot of that. Yeah, it's not... If we, we should point that out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an offshoot. I mean, that may be an extreme form of Islam, but it doesn't condone violence. Exa- so yeah. ISIS is an offshoot of that. Yes. So this is an extremist form that came out of Saudi Arabia called uh, Wahhabi or Salafi Islam. And an offshoot the, of that. The two, yeah. do- the two doctrines that are at play here are the doctrine of jihad, which is the, the war against the West and any non-believer and the doctrine of martyrdom which is the belief that people who kill infidels anyone who is not a muslim or the enemies of the faith or even apostates within the own with their own faith will go to paradise it's this genuine belief that you will go to paradise and that really nothing can go wrong under this belief system because the people you kill they have um uh, they have um, they don't believe they're worthy well they're they're evil and under this belief system, and then you've also s- saved them because they've also been sort of martyred. So um, it's it's a totalitarian worldview where where you can do anything, and it just gives you this license to kill, and it has become attractive to a certain kind of disaffected young man who is, um, you know, maybe not that religious in the first place, but then gets sucked into this, this radical idea that's spreading like wildfire on the internet. I mean, it's, it's also you're seeing men and women join even people with educations. ISIS is a completely different type of terrorist group than we've seen in the past. And their sophistication and even recruiting through Twitter is, you know, unprecedented. Well, they, they're very good at brainwashing yeah, people. It's, it's uh, I don't know why, the day, but yeah. they are. But obviously, these are people who are missing something in their lives yeah. and look for something to fulfill it. And they find this horrible thing. You know, it's like a lot. 
a lot of I mean, cults in general are able to yeah, it's just manipulation. Take, take people, yeah, manipulate them and get them to believe in something that is not in their own self-interest and that is just can be crazy. Like any cult. I mean, we've seen there was cults where cult leaders get their members to kill themselves. Yeah. It, it is quite literally a death cult. Yeah, uh, is this best, is a total death cult. This is the best description. I mean, they say that the uh, ISIS members will say that um, they love death more than the infidel loves life is one of the things that they love to chant. So and in, we've seen the violence all across Europe. We've seen it in Paris multiple times now. We've seen it in England before. We saw it Charlie Hebdo. I mean, it's on and on and on and on. It's pure evil. It's also interesting to point out that some fans are saying that they didn't feel their bags weren't checked their claiming when they were entering the stadium which is a really scary thing given the rise of terrorism in these areas i mean i know even when we go to concerts here whether it's at barclays in brooklyn or madison square garden you're going through a medical detector they're opening your bag and going you know feeling it out um which is so important whenever you're in loud large crowds just like going to the airport right but here's the thing. He didn't even go through any security. He didn't try and get into the stadium. Oh, okay. He, was, I was, was, he was in the foyer. Okay. He was before you would have gone through security. He just waited for the crowds to start streaming out, and then he blew himself up so he could kill all these people who are leaving. We haven't heard much from Ari since since this event. She made one tweet where she said she feels broken and obviously she's devastated and she has canceled the rest of her concert. She just arrived back in Florida and was greeted by her family. And we don't and really... her boyfriend, Mac yeah. Miller. That was yesterday. She came back. She just looked devastated. Yeah, it looked like her makeup was still on from the concert. Yeah. She just looked so distraught. Totally distraught. She just looked like a mess, as I, I would imagine she would be. I mean, she personally met some of these fans. Um, there was a picture of her with yeah. the uh, this young woman, Georgina, who's a student who's 18 and who was killed. And they met two years ago. And she was a super fan. And, you know, Ariana and, and lots of, of um, artists, musical artists, they know they're super fans. Like they, they've met them and they may have interacted with them on Twitter. And I'm sure... Sh- I mean, how could she not be heartbroken? She is heartbroken. And she's a very sensitive yeah. person as yeah, it is. She, um, apparently, Mac is going to take a break from his own tour so he can be there to support Ariana. He had a couple of dates set up, including the Sasquatch Music Festival in my hometown, uh, Seattle, um, which is a very big deal there. But he's not going to go. Um, he's has some dates coming up in Europe and was... Um, plan B, maybe, if Ari doesn't want to totally stop touring, is maybe she would accompany him along on his tour is what we're hearing um there's let's see what what are the other details that we have on this though well so far not all of the dead have been identified and um and so uh we're still waiting on that and we're still we're going to be waiting i think for some time to find out exactly um how this bomber pulled this off who he's connected to um as you said that the they've raised the security um, the sort of the crisis uh, level yeah. in, in in all of Great Britain right now to the highest. And I, I think that, you know, we're going to, I'm sure that our Ariana will come out and will say more once she feels that she can, like bef- once she feels um, capable of being able to talk about it some more, or issue another um, kind of longer statement. 
But her, I, I think she's just, she needs a little bit of time. Yeah, of I course. mean, yeah. like I said, she's a very sensitive young woman as it is. And she's a very caring young woman. And she really cares about young people. I mean, she's involved in a lot of charitable causes. Yeah. So for her, like, this is just the most devastating thing. Harry Styles also had a show last night in Mexico. And it was supposed to be, you know, a full big show with his full band. And they ended up doing just a, a short acoustic set. And before the the set, he had a, held a moment of silence for the victims. And, um, you know, because Harry is from Manchester. Uh-huh. That's that's how he described himself, at least. He's from several places in England, but he described himself as from Manchester. And he um, said that, you know, what we need to do now is just focus on love. And he, um, it seemed like he was maybe, maybe breaking down in tears after the moment of silence. Um, because he had to sort of like turn away from the crowd and, and, um, to pull himself together. It was kind of a weird scene too, though, because he was like trying to, um, tell the audience in Mexico that what was happening and the directioners down there who don't all speak English were just like screaming and they, they didn't really get the point until the translator took over and explained what Harry had just said. And then you could hear crying in the audience when they really understood what was well, and Miley Cyrus uh, was on the finale of The, the Voice, Voice last night, and she sang Malibu, but before she sang it, she dedicated her song to her good friend, Ariana, and to the victims, and she, um, you know, just really was very passionate about her performance that she was dedicating, and uh, as well, Nicki Minaj made a statement and said that she will come to Manchester, and she will put on a show there. She will perform because she's not going to let hate and terror uh, rule her or keep people down. Um, And you know that, listen, that's what you have to do do in the face of this kind of evil. That's what they want is us to, you know, they want you You paralyzed to to live your life. That's right. Well, they want to paralyze you, but they also want you to hate as much as they hate. So the best way to respond is not with hate, but with love. And with caring for other people and with solidarity with other people and not to turn on people that are different than you, but instead to show love and consideration. There was some there was some like kind of touching stories that came out of this to that point in the aftermath. There was a homeless man, this 33 year old man. Um, who was right outside the area of the blast. And once he heard the explosion, he ran towards the blast and actually um, bandaged a a young girl's wound with one of some tour merch that he like ripped off the stand. And then he also um, gave some medical aid to a a woman in her 60s who actually ended up dying in his arms. Muslim cab drivers were also working all night ferrying people away from the um, event for free, you know, without charging anyone, Um, including one man who worked until 4 a.m., went home, slept until 10, came right back out to start helping again. So um, the community in Manchester also held a vigil and everyone was really seeming to come together. I, I didn't see any kind of like, it, it's, it was sort of heartening mm-hmm. when you saw the photos and you, you heard the um, people talking about um, how they feel about Manchester and how they feel about coming together. There wasn't any kind of like blaming anyone. I think everyone understands this is like... This is not the fault of... of- 
anyone in the Muslim community. This is the fault of the people who did it. Well, it is. And I mean, the people do come from the Muslim community, but yeah. It, I know, not, I know, but it's, you don't, can't blame a community I mean, of people. ISIS is not, it's a, you know, it's you not You blame what the individuals, exactly the individuals for. who are involved and who did this. Yeah. You don't, you don't cast blame on an entire community because of what well, a couple can of people ISIS, do. But you on can ISIS, exactly. yes. But not, you know, the Manchester Muslim community. Yeah. No. And I mean, that's what they're hoping. That's what ISIS wants. They want to turn people against others. Um, I know you don't love Donald Trump, but um, he did make one of my favorite um, speeches. He, he um, he's branded the terrorist as losers. And I think that's very fitting because let's be honest, they're all virgins and they're terrible with women. They are, they are, they are losers. <laughs> that's your definition of a loser. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you treat women terribly and you, you know, I think you are a loser. Well, of course, if you treat women yeah. terribly, but you said that they they weren't um, they were virgins. They are that, virgins too, because yeah. they're they're killing themselves because they think they're going to get all these virgins in heaven, which a lot of scholars have said is a mistranslation from the original Arabic. The original text says. Um, it's raisins that you get in heaven, not, raisins. not virgins. Yes. That, that would be it's like wide, it's Wait, a little bit different. I thought, I thought I was going to have a lot of sex, not <laughs> eat a lot of grapes. Yes. So uh, you can imagine the terror oh. surprise when they when they get to paradise and it's just like a box of raisins <laughs> waiting for them. They ain't going to paradise, I tell you. No, they're going the other way. They're going nowhere. It's, the, it's, it, it's an utter waste of life. They're losers. So. They, they are losers, but I think of them more as common, like they're criminals. They're just thugs murderers they're just murderers they're not like there's not they're nothing they're just nothing special because nothing justifies what they do their whole idea that they're these great heroic crusaders is is hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just ridiculous. It's a, mental, it's a mental virus, and we have to win the war of ideas before we can win the war on the ground. But... um. We should probably move it along because this is getting too sad to even yeah. contemplate. But let's just say we, that we really, you know, we really support Ariana and we're very, um, you know, we're, we're there for her in terms of, you know, we really hope that, you know, that she's doing okay and that she's getting the comfort that she needs and that she, I'm sure, is going to want to comfort her fans more and I'm sure she's going to do that, but she needs to. You know, just take care of herself right now. Remember yeah. when we all thought it was a big deal that she licked a donut? <laughs> <laughs> Seems kind of trivial at this oh, point, right? Goodness. But it's something that's not trivial, Bonnie. I love, I love this hot new couple. Oh. I'm, just, I'm so into it. Can we? I, this is a tough transition, Wait. but we just have to Which dive one? in. Bella Thorne and Scott Disick. Uh, I hot. cannot hot, hot, believe hot. it. I still can't believe it. Why? Like, Why can't you my believe eyes it? When I look at it, I don't know. I just. I don't know. He likes young girls, like every girl that he's been with. I call them girls because he's not been with another woman yeah. besides they just Courtney. Keep getting no, younger and younger. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Courtney is a 
woman, every other female that he's been with is a girl and young. And Bella's 19. But remember, when he, when I guess this was about a year and a half ago, it was not last summer. It was the summer before. And it was just before July 4th weekend. Um, pictures came out of him canoodling yeah, again on the true. Riviera in, in France with um, Chloe Bartoli. Remember? And yeah. she was about 19, 19 or 20, the stylist. Meanwhile, Courtney was home for the 4th of July weekend with the three kids, including That's Rain, true. who was just a little baby. Scott yeah. is such a legend. Ugh. Well, we should say now, though, Talk that, that um, Courtney is no longer sitting at home. She is having her Yay, own fun. Courtney. That's true. She's out with this 24-year-old model slash boxer, so he's probably not very good at either, Eunice, <laughs> Eunice Benjamin, um, who is just a big hunk. He's got um, nice pecs. Yeah, he's tall, yeah. dark, and handsome, and and they have been everywhere together, including like on jet skis and con as they're enjoying yeah. the. Well, f- they were first linked together months ago. Yeah. So and now it looks like things are uh-huh. obviously heating up that her and Scott have cooled down because there was that moment where it seemed like they might they might reconcile. reunite. Yeah, yeah, they went to Mexico together with the kids. But, but what happened after that though is they, see they went to Mexico with the kids and then this episode just came out mm-hmm. on the show is yes. that they, the family went to Puerto Rico. And Courtney, um, or Costa Rica, Scott, Costa Rica, right? Then Scott heard that Courtney had hooked up with something else. It might be this guy, and that sent Scott into like a tailspin. Oh no, this wasn't when they were in Dubai. So <laughs> that sent Scott into a tailspin. He hooked up with some girl in Dubai, and then because all- of course that's what you do when you're upset, you yeah. hook up with somebody else, right? And then Kim Kardashian slut shamed the girl. It was very dramatic. And then the whole family <laughs> went to Puerto Rico. And Scott flew out a girl to oh, that's right. his hotel yeah. on their family vacation. Yes. It was scandalous. Yes. But I we have to talk about Scott and Bella for a second because so they were seen kind of partying in L.A. out to dinner. She was posting these elaborate bouquets she got on Instagram. But I really didn't believe it until this week when these pictures of them, he's like grabbing her boob in a bikini. They're all over her each other. Okay, let oh, me just point out, he's that. not in the bikini. She's yeah, in the bikini. She's in the bikini. And the bikini was undone, the top. The bikini top was undone and they're all like lying out in the sun and he's yeah, got his hands all, all over, over her. each other. The they're yeah. kissing. Oh. And, I mean... They obviously aren't shy and they don't mind, you know, people knowing that this is going on. No, not at all. Listen, Bella's a, is sort of a free spirit. And um, she's she's had a lot of boyfriends in the last like year and a half. She really runs through them. Yeah. Greg Sulkin. Um, uh, uh, Teen, Teen Wolf. Yeah. Whatever Teen. his name is. <laughs> What's really interesting, though, is where they decided to go. They're only like, what, 10 miles away, if that, from Courtney and Eunice right if now? If that. Like, why would you go to the same level? Because I think Scott Harriet. wants to run into Courtney and well, he wants Courtney to see him with Bella. Well, this has cert- just become such a game of one-upping with like it, well, younger, it is, younger, younger, younger people. Courtney is 38 and then Eunice Benjamin is 24. and Scott, 23. Uh, no, he's 24. No, we've been saying 23. Okay, it's well, in every story. Mm, okay. Well, uh, regardless, Courtney's okay, so 38. Four, right. He's so 20, 15 20 year difference. And then Scott is like, well, whatever you can do, I can do better. Give me a teenager. And then Bella Thorne flies out. But we found out what Courtney thinks about it. Do you guys hear this? No. Okay, She's so not impressed. She. So Scott was like, tr- wanted to make her jealous. And apparently it's working. She does. This does really bother her. It's gotten under her skin. She's trying to block it out. But like the photos are everywhere. And apparently we're hearing that. Yeah, it is getting to her. 
Yeah, no, she, and she's not impressed. She thinks it's completely and utterly ridiculous. And but then he's really bothered yes, too. Well, so that's what exactly what I was going to say, Bonnie. We're hearing that Scott's not dealing well with Courtney moving on at all. It's the most intense double standard, and he cannot accept her with any other guys. He's angry and upset <laughs> and he's coping with it with Bella. And he actually had no intention of going to con this year. It was a last minute trip and it's all about revenge on Courtney. That's the only reason he's there. He's insane and just so jealous when he saw the pictures of her frolicking on the yacht with Eunice. So he hopped on a plane <laughs> hoping to ruin her trip. With so, Bella. Yeah. Well, poor Bella though. Why does Bella have to get dragged into this? Well, that's the thing about it that I don't like. You know, usually it's like Tyler Posey. Tyler Posey. That's who it was. Yes. Usually it's with, you know, another Instagram model, but um, I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me for Bella. Well, but I'm sure she's 19 and she's having fun. And she's having fun and she's not taking it seriously, but she's enjoying herself. But, and, but I also thought that Bella, you know, is kind of friendly with the family. So yeah, I thought maybe that's sort of friendly been, with Kylie. Yeah. Why she would have been hesitant about it but yeah and apparently kylie's like kind of creeped out by the whole thing too well, Co courtney thinks it's creepy too because they've known bella for a long time and they have kind of seen her grow well, up that yeah that's what i was just saying but my response to that is yeah well the kardashian family was also really friendly with justin bieber for a long time and saw him grow up and that didn't stop courtney from hooking up with him i know well, that's true <laughs> too. So, i mean they knew him since he was a little lad. yeah and justin's the same yeah. age as eunice yeah, they've 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 known justin since justin was the same size as courtney <laughs> uh, <laughs> which in oh. itself is also kind of creepy yeah. like it's like you it's like having like when you're when you have like a, a friend like your brother's younger friend or something that's 100 percent what it is like, yeah <laughs> like when did bella's first catch scott's eye like how old was she you know when oh he, he, i when know he first made the decision but how did the two of them even get together it had to have been like a slide they were at a party DMs. together i think okay. they, they, they got together at a party i'm sure there was some instagram dm going on there too though so that drama is happening every day. And yeah. I'm telling you, Courtney's trip is a long trip because I feel like I've been looking at pictures of her <laughs> in con for days and she's wearing skimpier and skimpier clothes. Yeah, they've she been had, there since the weekend. So yeah. it's like a full oh, no, week I, now. Yeah, it's been at least a week. And she was wearing this one dress that was called a naked dress, oh, which is literally so weird. a dress that shows a naked body on it, like a naked female body on it. Yeah, I mean, and even like the sequin mini, she's looking better than ever while there. Definitely. So I want to know. Oh, well, actually, we do know who's babysitting because there were pictures of Kim and Kanye with Penelope and North at Disney Disneyland. Yeah, right. So <laughs> I guess while Courtney's away, the kids get to play a little too. Bonnie, this gives me hope. I, I like this. I like this whole story. It gives you hope for what? That you Good as question. a 33-year-old will have a 19-year-old soon? Maybe like, just, just someone, a little, you know, someone a little younger. Like, I'm, maybe oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out of the game. Maybe not, you know, I'm not really interested in dating teenagers. Like, I'd like an adult, you know. Um, not <laughs> I mean that, that they have to be at least 21? You know, you have to be able to meet me at the bar, I'll say that. That's what like, I was saying, okay. at least 21. Oh, yeah. he'll, he'll take an 18-year-old with a fake ID, I think. Right? <laughs> he didn't 20, say that. 21 or over 18 with a fake ID, yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, Gino, I'm glad it gives you hope. Well, I mean, you have to have something to look forward to beyond gross. eating your whatever that is over there. That's <laughs> broccoli. Your, yeah, your your um, peppers, yellow uh, peppers. peppers. I have some, yeah, some chicken and broccoli. It's an exciting life. 
Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of yes. more excitement, let's get to Katy Perry, no. yeah. who um, has had a lot of excitement. Like, I would be really, really excited if I just landed $25 million deal, which she did to be a judge on American Idol. And then, you know what? For her, that's just like chump change. Oh, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. This yes. is amazing. Yeah, she's 25 confirmed. mil. Uh huh. That, she, she, that's nice for but her. But she didn't have enough already. Nobody is buying this album she just put out. So it's nice to get the cash from that deal. Um, How do you know? Oh, Have because it's, it's not it's not charting. It's not doing well. It's Swish Swish and Bon Appetit both sort of flopped. So it, um, I think Swish Swish I think yeah. is getting a lot more traction. I, I do don't too. Know. Yeah, I mean it also just came out. I think it's it's and she's everywhere, and I feel like she's also taking advantage of the fact that Taylor's really silent right now and using it to kind of tell her side of the story in their whole feud, which is exactly what she did when she went on James Corden. Do you have any of that recording? Do you know? It'd be great yeah, to yeah. Hear do, you guys, do you guys? Do you guys want to? So, I don't see her. I don't see her anywhere in the top forty. So, which is unusual for Katie because you know her her music is usually su- such a banger. But this is how she introduces the segment with James Corden. This is like kind of amazing, and it gets better from there. About some famous beef. Is this Taylor beef? Well, there is there's a, no, 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 for sure. And that's true. There's and a, when are we going to clear there's that There's a situation. Up? Honestly, it's really like she started it and it's time for her to finish it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. She really threw down the gauntlet again. She did. Um, time for her to finish she, it. If she wants to move away from it, I think coming out with the song. Oh, and we can hear her say what else she had to say about it. But. Yeah, so the main frustration I had with this whole segment with James Court is he kept interrupting with jokes. She was willing to say more about what was going on with this feud. James, come but on. Like, James, shut your freaking trap. Like, Katy Perry is about to dish. But anyway, here's here's the juiciest quote. I tried to talk to her about it, and she, she wouldn't speak to oh, me. Oh, you tried to talk to her about it? You, you, did, the, you did the phone call? I do the right thing. So you did Any the phone call, and it was it a shutdown. it feels like a fumble. It was a full shutdown, and then she writes a song about me, and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's how you want to do with it? Karma. Yeah, <laughs> karma. Wow. So that's what we've always heard, that this was about backup dance. She went to, into the explanation a little bit deeper that what had happened is that she had these backup dancers and then they went on tour with Taylor, but uh, Katie had it put in their it contract that they could come back to Katie um, when she went out on tour. They had like a 30-day notice clause. Yeah, and, right. And then they gave notice to Taylor and came back with Katie. Taylor didn't take too kindly to it, and here we are today. So this is like their whole beef is over. Is as we have reported many times in Hollywood Life, she confirmed that it was oh, fighting over each one claiming the other one stole their backup dancers. Well, actually, yeah. And Katie even goes on to say that when they wanted, they approached management saying, "Okay, we're gonna like giving you thirty days notice. We're gonna go back with Katie." They just got straight up fired. So that's what really upset Katie and led her to you know try to call Taylor to see what was going down so I think you know it's a lot of she said she said here but I think Katie was really silent when bad blood came out and now it looks like she's telling her side of the story and swish swish bish is also a diss track so looks like (laughs) she got back in her her own way yeah it is it's not quite the diss track on the level of bad blood because no one is is playing it but um uh but you know just getting back to to this this feud I mean, is it that hard to get backup dancers? Like, are there not a lot of people who do backup dancing? Like, did Taylor have to actually hire those dancers? Are they in high demand? Well, I don't like, think Like, should it was we necessarily... all become backup dancers? <laughs> yes. I don't think it was necessarily that she hired them. I think it was that she was annoyed when they then wanted to leave to go back on Katie's tour. 
when that was in the contract. It seems like a very logistical thing, but that's I know, but why would she her. have to hire her dancers, yeah. like people who'd been on her that's tour? That's true, too. Like, like, why couldn't she just get There's got to be a lot of people who want to be backup dancers for major stars, major musical stars. I mean, maybe that's what we should all be doing with our time. That's right, what I just Bonnie. said. I know, we should be I getting training. Forget, Gino, forget all your weight training. We should all be getting dance training <laughs> and go out on the road, be backup dancers. Yeah, Katie, Taylor, whoever scoops us up first. You know, we're not picking. <laughs> I do. I mean, I, I do a little bit of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, weddings and bar mitzvahs. But I mean, I do, any wedding, yeah. So, what do we think is going to happen? Because I don't think Taylor is ever going to say anything about this. I think she's kind of done and moved past it. So, will they just? I mean, stay she's had her forever? share of feuds, yeah. Right? Like, I mean, she, she had re- a rough year with feuds. She really did. Like that Kanye feud. That really, I think, oh. took it out of her. But what do you think? Do you think she's going to address this? I think she's not no, going to no, at all. So no. then the feud will continue because right. Katie so, expects her to finish it. Well, Katie laid down the gauntlet. Yeah. said, you started it, now finish it. But at the same time, she also released her own diss song. So as much as Katie's saying she wants her to finish it, she's kind of, you know, well, throwing, exactly. poking well, that's, at the fire. Yeah, well, we've heard from sources that Taylor has no intention of getting re-involved in this. She is, I don't think... She has no plans to sort of publicly make amends with Katie because I don't think that um, from what I'm hearing from a source that she feels that it's really genuine. She you doesn't know? feel that the yeah. Katie genuinely wants to finish it in a in a kind of one up. No, 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 not a one up way, but in a above board way. She thinks yeah. she's just trying to one up her. I completely agree. It's all about exploiting it now at this point. But I also would love, you know, so Nicki Minaj is on Katie's song and Nicki Minaj doesn't really like Miley that much. Imagine if Taylor and Miley <laughs> came out with a diss song for Katie and Nicki. I don't think it's going to happen. But so, so Katie's song Bon Appetit is at number 59 on the Billboard charts and Swish Swish has not charted. Chain to the Rhythm is at number 88. So not here, qu- here just um, play us a little bit of Bon Appetit. Just uh, like give us a few sound seconds well, the, of that. Yeah, the Swish Swish is the one that's the disc I know, song, but yeah. this since this is the one that's charting. Yeah. I'm sure with you, guys, you guys have heard this. It's got kind of a good video yeah. where, where she gets like cooked and she's like a human... I don't know, like a human steak or something, and they like prepare her and then serve her up. Ooh, that sounds kind of creepy. I... It's creepy and sexy at the same time. Yeah. More creepy, actually. Yeah, I know. I haven't watched the video, but I've seen all the pictures, and I thought the pictures were kind of creepy. It doesn't quite have that same like teenage dream or I kissed a girl or fireworks kind of big ballad power to it. So I, I just, I don't know. It's not it's not vintage Katie for me, but well, you know, the thing is, is I think Katie's best songs have a really strong message. You know, the music that she made after her split from Russell Brand was amazing and so yeah. relatable. Um, where do you guys come? Can you can I just quickly get your temperature on where you guys come down on Team Katie or Team Taylor? I'm not taking sides. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't. I don't feel like I can take sides either here. I don't know. Sorry. How how weak. I just don't feel strong enough about either side. Um, I loved Bad Blood when it came out. I do think at this point, though, they're both exploiting the situation. And, you know, I'm kind of sick of hearing about it. And... (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I just think it's about backup dancers. It's not even that interesting. Like if this was about like, I don't know, steamy romance. Is, you know, both these women do so many great things for other women. Exactly. I mean, yeah. look at how Katy Perry was out there campaigning for Hillary Clinton and, you know, is, is such a supporter of women in general and women's rights. And Taylor Swift has always been very supportive of, of young women yeah. and encouraging them to follow their dreams. It seems like they should have so much in common. I just, I agree with Bonnie. I think women more than ever before really need to empower one another. And that's the only way, you know, we're going to get ahead. But I also think that when this first came out, I was kind of, you know, intrigued. And there were times where I was on Katie's side and then Taylor's side. And I'm just sick of it. What about you, Gino? I'm team Katie all the way. I love her. She's so hot. Yeah, and you're uh, of course that's Gino, what it comes down exactly. to. She's so sexy and yes. she's so funny. She was so funny yeah. on Corden. She is. She like is, she's got such a funny personality. Well, they both have different qualities that I like about each of them. So Taylor's like why. an Taylor's like an evil genius, and I respect that. Uh, and, and Katie's like the girl next door, and I you love hate her. Taylor, do you know? Okay, well we must discuss this again. I didn't realize yeah. that you had such nasty feelings about Taylor. <laughs> Oh, oh, look at that. Talk about evil. There's Bonnie, an evil laugh. Because he doesn't hold back anytime he can. <laughs> okay. Taylor and Jen Aniston, you have it out for Gino. <laughs> Don't okay. get me started on Jen Aniston. Uh, okay. Well, it's time to wind things down here. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, it'll be a better week. 